coming up on this episode. I think it was about 14 and I just thought, Do you know what? I'm really not good at school. <laughs> best put all my eggs into the football basket. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, I'll stack shells or something. It has to. I don't know. Literally, literally everything that I wanted to do involved football. I went back flying. And then I just messed up. I just did something stupid and it sent me back six months. Um, got done for drink driving. Still regret it to this day. Like I knew, knew I shouldn't have done it. But like I said, they were good. And it is a taboo in football that needs to be. Needs to be addressed. It does 100% it needs to be addressed. I want it to stay. But I can't stay if I'm not getting paid. And I can't stay if they're not going to offer me a deal. Yeah. Like, Forcibly looking to get out. I'm just, I've just got to look after my family, like every player has. Going back to your career, something that I missed out. Yeah. Preston. I know you loved that club, yeah. and I've never, I've never asked you about this. What happened there? Jail's like, he's waited till he's got to bat. Jail's jumped out of his seat, got him in the headlock. This is the manager of his football club. He's got him in the headlock, like, fucking up, lads are digging him. And he's going, yeah, go on then, Jail. Like, he's in the headlock going, yeah, go on, Jail, go on, go on. I, I want to, I've always wanted to ask a footballer this question. What do you say back to them fans who complain about how much you lads earn? Okay, welcome back. To the Byron's World podcast, um, we're now on episode five, and today we are joined by Danny Mayer. Yeah, thanks for having me. Who are you, Danny? For the people who don't know, I am uh, a football player, and I play for well. At the minute, I'm still contracted to Bury FC, and you've just got promotion this season with Bury. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Very good season. Yeah, brilliant. Loved it. Um, Obviously, the stuff off the pitch is taking away some of the some of the shine. Yeah, some yeah, some, yeah. It's taking a bit of gloss off it, like. But you know, just to say we got promoted after such a tough season is is unbelievable. Like. And you was in the uh, team of the season as well for League Two. I was yeah, and shortlisted. Yeah. Only done by, was it Norwood? Yeah. To be fair, he's got 32 goals. I accepted it. As soon as he did it, I went, oh, just give it Norwood. Like, I've won it before. I don't want to win it again. Like, I don't want to be greedy. Can't have two trophies, can I? <laughs> it's like your sixth, your sixth season now. Yeah, it's my sixth at Bury, yeah. Your best one, you think? I think so. I mean, I know I won it. I won the trophy a couple of years ago. But I think I played a lot better this season. The player of the year? Yeah, I won Player of the Year when in the second season with Barry. 14-15. Yeah, probably about then. Um, but I was better this season. I played different, played centre mid this season and really enjoyed it. Usually on wing and that, but nah, definitely, definitely my best season. Spot on. So, um, in this part, I want to get deep into what it's like <laughs> being a footballer. Because, you know, your average football fan, yeah. they do hold... A lot of opinions, yeah, they on, do on a lot of different things to do with footballers and yeah. how they compose herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I'll, I'll get the truth. Out. <laughs> I know yeah, I'll get I'll the truth. Be, You're an honest uh, guy. Do you know what I mean? And I know you won't beat around the bush. Um, so starting out and growing up, what age was it when you was getting into football? And what age did you think that you knew that? 
you could excel and you could um I think starting out, I've always loved football. I think I started when I was about five. I remember playing at Leyland Baths, like so I've always wanted to I've always played football. Probably got to about fourteen when you start thinking what you want to do after school and and I think the coaches thought quite highly of me at Preston. Well, I know they thought quite highly of me at Preston. I still keep in contact with them. Um, and I think I think it was about 14. I just thought, you know what? I'm really not good at school. <laughs> I best put all my eggs into the football basket. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, I'll stack shelves or something at Asda. I don't know. I literally, literally everything that I wanted to do involved football. Um, I mean, we used to knock around and play football all the time, didn't we, when we were, yeah. what, 14, 15? And I just had no interest in, in drinking or smoking or anything. Or I mean, that all came later on, like, but... Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, about 14, 15, I knew I, knew I was going to play football. So you you got signed to the academy at Preston North End? Yeah, I was there since about, since about eight. And I read online... <laughs> That when you signed, they sign you for forty pounds. They give you a bottle of milk and a season ticket. Is that true? I don't know. Do you know <laughs> Why would it be, be a bottle of milk? I don't know. I've been asked this about three <laughs> times. You know, I've done interviews and they've gone, "This is what I've heard." And I said to him, "I was eight years old. I'm twenty eight years old. I have no idea. If I got a bottle of milk, my mum took it. That's all I know. I want to have a bottle of milk at eight. Um, no, my mum." I've asked my mum since and she said it's true but I don't think she'd remember either I think she's just jumping on bandwagon she's got to get kept the bottle of milk yeah give it to you when you're 21 yeah. just a dirty curdle bottle yeah, of milk just open it up and it just comes out <laughs> like lard or something <laughs> so uh, was it always your dream I know growing up obviously growing up for the you know the people who don't know myself personally or yourself personally we grew up at the mm. same school. Yeah. We used to have mutual friends. We used to knock about and play football together. Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, and when you was... Was it always you... Well, going back to that, sorry. Knowing you on a personal level, I knew that you had the love for Preston North End <laughs> with all your heart. Yeah. Was it always your dream to play for them or was you like some of the other kids like, oh, I want to play no, for Real Madrid no. with all the no. Galacticos, no? No. I think it was more realistic. I just thought, Dan, you're not going to get Real Madrid. Come on. <laughs> Settle for Preston. <laughs> no, I did. I love Preston. I still do. I still... I was devastated I left. I didn't want to leave. Um, but growing up, I always thought Preston was, for me, a huge club. I think it's got that there now. I think the manager has done unbelievable. But yeah, you know, I love Preston and I was dying to play for them. But I think loving him was a bit of my downfall. Yeah. I think, I'll never forget it. I went in and I used to love Paul McKenna. Loved him. Was he your idol? I, he was my idol. I had him on the back of my top at like 15, 16. And then I was cleaning his boots and I couldn't get my head around it. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I remember having to go up to him and say, I'm Danny Mayer and I'm on, I'm your boot boy. I couldn't get my words out. <laughs> Honestly, like I was that quiet at Preston that Andy Lonergan used to call me the mute. 
at Preston because I never talked to any of the first team players. Really? Yeah, I just couldn't. And I think it was a bit of a downfall. I was that nervous around them that when I was playing with youth team, I was best player, one of the best players every week, definitely. As soon as I stepped up, just it took me a few years to to grasp it. Like, so was you a, was you in the uh, you would have been in that that era of academy player who had to clean the, yeah, the starting yeah. 11's booth. Were you just about, will it have been, because it, I know it's changed now. Yeah, they get it real easy now. <laughs> they don't have I've to clean got, the boots I've anymore. I've got a boot boy and he does not clean my boots. Like, but I can't even say to him, if I didn't clean lads' boots, I'd get a clip. Like, that was the era <laughs> back then. Like, you'd get, you'd get a clip or you had to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I went up to a kid now and said, you've not done my boots, do, do my boots. If they don't want to do it, they will not do it. No. They will just walk off. They don't do anything. Did honestly. they? I mean, I, I don't mind the kids at Bear. I think they're good lads, but they are so lazy. And I think you need that now. I think, I think growing up doing it made you appreciate it. So you did your boots. I used to clean Carrington, uh, not Carrington, I used to uh, clean Springfields. Squeeze your toilets, do everything. Do you have to yeah. do that as well? Yeah. And if you did that do before, it, after the boots, that was after the boots. Yeah, <laughs> I used to have to put the weights on the gym like perfect in order. I just think it gives you a bit of perspective. Like I think it makes you realise that you know it's not all glitz and well. You start, well, you start from the bottom, don't yeah, you? Of you? Work you your way do. up. Yeah. Now I think the the kids are just they're getting it all they given to straight away. They think they made it. They've come in as a youth team player at sixteen, and they think that they think they've made it. Like, and then they figure, and then two years later when they get released, they don't have a clue what to do. Like, we're gonna get onto that. Yeah. Was you a ball boy as well at yeah, Preston? I think you're not enjoying being the ball boy. Yeah, I didn't mind it, but like, if they were getting beat, you had to get the ball back really quick. Yeah. And if the ball's gone up in stands. I can't jump in stands and get the ball, can I? And they're shouting at me. I'm going, what do you want me to do? And then, like, fans would shut the ball on the pitch. Manager would be shouting at you. I was just, I hated it. And, did, it, and it always rained. Every time I was ball boy, it rained. Did, Mac, like. <laughs> did, the, did the players used to, like, say to a ball boy before, I've always wondered this, say to a ball boy before a game, you know, if we're 1-0 up and it's the 89th minute and we're against a better side... Make sure you hold on to that ball for yeah. a bit longer when they've got a throw. I don't think they need to tell you. I think because you're in the youth team, you know, you're like, oh, they, play. they get the winning, take your time. I think it's just like an unwritten rule. You just know, don't you? Well, there was that lad at Chelsea, weren't they? About three or four seasons ago. Was there? Hazard kicked him, did he? Oh, sorry. It was yeah, at Swansea, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was at Swansea, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Hazard kicked off at him. Yeah. So, like... As you progress through the academy, you then got your first professional contract. Yeah. How do you remember much of that? Yeah, because I got it early, which was a, not many players came through at Preston at the time. I think once. Let me let me change that. When they came through, they didn't make the debut. Yeah. So they didn't expect much from young lads. So to give contracts early was like a big thing. And I remember me and two other lads got them early because they expected quite a bit of us. So yeah, I remember, I'll never forget it. It was like a Tuesday night. I went to sign it at Deepdale. I was, I was made up. My mum and dad came like 
my dad was crying for some reason. You know, not wrong with that. He's proud of his lad. I know, yeah, but is he not a lifelong North Ender? Yeah, no, he just sports me. I think that's why. Right. He's, he's not really. He, he likes football, but I think he just just wants me to do well. I think he's one of them. Like, do you know what's weird? What's weird? You saying that my dad, not really a massive football fan. No. He'll see how the results are going. Yeah. Out I was shit at football. You're me. I'm not fucking great. I was never going to. I wasn't even going to go sign for Word and Park. Never mind. No offend. <laughs> but yeah. So, how long was it from signing your your first professional contract with Preston? Mm. How far was it to your debut? And if I remember correctly, your debut was a cup game against Chelsea. Was it? No, mate. Do you know what? I went on loan. My, my actual professional debut was for Tranmere. Right. So I was in the youth team, went on loan to Tranmere's first team. Uh, and to be fair, they were good then. They were, in, they were in League One, what would be League One now, when they were going for playoffs. Like It was it was a good experience for me. But I told me I me after a month. So I had to go back and then I was out for three months. I think if I could stay that season... You know, it would have been unbelievable just to experience a bit more. Um, but then, yeah, so then I went back to pre-season with Preston as a 18-year-old flying. Fittest I've ever been. I knew I had to go back flying because at the time, Alan Irvine's pre-season was horrible. It was, it was... Hard graft. Yeah, it was, once, yeah, it was old school. It was a lot of running, but it was good. Like, it got you fit, got you ready. And, um... I went back flying and then I just messed up. I just did something stupid and it sent me back six months. Uh, got done for drink driving. Still regret it to this day. Like I knew, knew I shouldn't have done it. Um, what was it? What happened? So I think, what was it now? So I went <coughs> in Chorley. Joint was, I just, I started playing and I was doing really well in pre-season and then I got back from Austria and like I was doing dead good and I think I went out to celebrate with a couple of mates in Chorley and then I've gone home and then I thought it'd be a good idea because I was hungry to go McDonald's and the only 24 hour one was in Chorley right. got back in my car drove out to McDonald's on the way home I can laugh not laugh about it now but you know my drink I put my drink beneath my feet right. it's fallen over I've not looked I've hit a wall obviously like please come and I was just over the limit. But, yeah, so the club found out. and Straight away, pretty much. Club found out within maybe a week. Who was the manager at the time there? Alan Irvine. Right. So, I had a meeting, suspended me for the week. And it was right. I let the club down, let my let the fans down, let my family down. You know, I, was, I was a young kid, shouldn't have been going out. I should have been, should have been concentrating on my football, but just celebrating you know I was I'm from Leyland I'm a Preston lad it was a big thing for me that I'd got so close that yeah. I, knew, I knew I was going to make my debut in the next month because he told me he told me basically that he was thinking about playing me in the cup went out celebrating and just did a stupid thing still regret it now and then uh, yeah sent me back six months yeah I had to go train with youth team again and what were going through your head when you you got done for the drink driving at the time, like because had you you'd still not made your debut for no, North End. No, no. So what was going through your head when I done it? Yeah, did you think I've messed it? I've done done it. I thought they'd tap me. To be fair, 
Um, what did your family think about it as well? Ah, oh, my mum crying. I think that's probably the worst thing I've ever done. No, by far the worst thing I've ever done. Like I remember my mum crying her eyes out, and I was just. You know what it's like when you let your mum down? Yeah, yeah, like, it's the worst thing in the world. It's horrible. It? And she was just bawling in front of me and I remember looking at her going like, proper messed up, like. But you can't take it back, can you? Ah, well, everyone's young once. Yeah, you're all... you learn from your mistakes, but it's just a huge mistake to make at such a young age. Yeah, we're all gonna, we're all fucked up, aren't we? <laughs> we have though, not we? Yeah, yeah. But... You know, you you can't, it's, it's a bit different if, you, if you've done it and then you got to 21, you've done it again. Yeah. You, don't, you got to the next stage, done it again. Yeah. You know, you look at somebody like, a player like Balotelli. Yeah, yeah. Joey Barton. Do you know what I mean? Players like that who just re-offend and re-offend. I just knew I fucked up. It was horrible. And and I was. I think I was more so mad at myself that I knew I set myself back. And I really wanted... I didn't get to play under, under Irvine and I was dying to. He was such a good coach. After Irvine had gone, it was then Ferguson who came in, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Darren yeah. Ferguson, son of Sir Alex. Yeah, son of Sir Alex, yeah. And was it him who handed you he did, your debut? Yeah, he did. And who was that against the North End debut? Bristol City away. Good debut. Do you start or come off the bench? No, I'll come off the bench. Yeah, it was good. I never forget, yeah, no, you just you never forget your debut. Ever. Like, I'm, like if you ask any player... For, especially for a hometown club, don't know. Yeah, yeah, And it was about 76 minutes. And I just remember him shouting down the line, pointing at players. And there was three of us warming up. So I was just like, I think he's, I think he's shouting you to go back. And he was like, no, you. So it's gone to other lad. Like, <laughs> I think he's shouting for you to go back. He was like, no, fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> Running back. Oh, buzzing. So nervous. Had the biggest kit on. I must have come on and they must have thought, you know, mascots coming on, like, it's been massive. Uh, yeah, we got beat, but it just didn't, I know it, I know it sounds bad, I know we got beat, I should be wanting to win, but don't take away any shine, I was so happy just to get on the pitch and play for them. Yeah. How was it, I mean, in that, in that group of players, when Ferguson took charge, I remember Fergie had loaned a couple of lads, hadn't he? So was, yeah, he took, was you Danny Welbeck? Would, would you, you've been playing with Danny Welbeck? Uh, was it around that yeah, time? Yeah, he was starting more though. He, he came as like, he's got to start. I was more yeah, coming yeah. off the bench. I played with him a little bit. We took him, Matty James and Josh King. I think he might have come seasons after. Like They've all gone on to have amazing careers, but you could tell that they were... The next... You could just tell from playing against them and playing with them that at that age, they were they were unbelievable. For like the talent was Josh King, I thought was probably the best out of them three. Yeah, you could tell he had raw pace. I remember him played in the cup at Stockport away, and he's got the ball and just ran past about four. But just sheer pace, like yeah. the quickest I've ever seen. You're uh, not a slow player either, are you? Nothing compared to him. No, like he was. <laughs> shit off a shovel like yeah. gone <laughs> he was a lightning he was a good lad as well to be fair yeah yeah top lad he's still, he's still warm if not isn't yeah he? he's flying he's, he's doing he's well doing there really yeah, well, yeah. I mean I'm a United fan I remember when yeah. we got rid of him we were only I young I think he'd play them you know I think if he was there now he'd play 100% I, I think he is that good 
I think a lot of players could come yeah. play United. Yeah, they could, as yeah, long yeah. as they as long as they play, you know. As long as they work on. Well, yeah, because chance. yeah, we won't get on to United. <laughs> no, no, it'd be a long, long podcast. I'll but yeah, Jesus. <laughs> what was Ferguson like? Brilliant. Yeah, I loved him. I thought not just because he gave me his debut, my, my debut, but he was encouraged. His man management was good, really good. Uh, you know, he knew when to take young lads out and. Um, his training sessions were brilliant. Probably maybe not as good as Irvine's. Irvine's was top draw. Like what the training? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Like when he used to step up and that, I loved training. And he expected he had high standards every day, which I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I prefer it to be like that than just you know a bit of a, just toddling a, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but no, Ferguson's a good. I think he just tried changing a bit too much too soon. I remember. Played Swansea away and I was right mid. 20, maybe 21. No, I think I was 20. Adam Barton was sent to mid 20. Paul Coots might have been 20, 23. Oh, Keith Tracy left mid and he might have been 20, 20, uh, 22, 23. It's just a young midfield in the championship. Yeah. Against such a good good team. And I just think he got rid of maybe... Like, I'm, I'm good friends with Chris Sedgwick, like, and he got rid of him and... Just for me, so I, even even if I just wasn't playing, but I was learning off Sedge. And, yeah, yeah. And I was still only 20. Could have kept him for another season, played him, I could have learned off him. And I think that's the only thing, maybe just tried getting rid of the experienced lads maybe a season too soon. Yeah. Did he ever Did he ever bring his dad down? No, never. Never? Never, never. You've never seen Fergie there, no? no that surprises me, that. He might have come to watch the games, but he's never... He'd never bring him. I don't think he wanted it to be like that. He didn't yeah, yeah. He didn't want to be li- step out yeah, of his shadow. Yeah, like he didn't want to live it, live in his dad's. Live no, in his of course dad's not. Name. And he's gone on to do really well. He did well at. Uh, he did well at Peterborough, didn't he? Mm. Not so great at Preston. Took Danny back up, and I fancy Peterborough this season. To be fair, he's brought in some good players. Yeah. Yeah, I fancy him do well. They didn't. They, where did they finish? They, they were in the playoffs, weren't they, they last flying. season? They were absolutely flying and just petered out towards the end. Yeah. I just think they just missed out on the playoffs, didn't they? Tough league, that league one. Yeah, it is, yeah. Was you still at was you still at North End when they went down to League One? I was, yeah. So you got relegated with them? Yeah. How was that? Because I think it was more for me, I was more devastated as a fan than I was I know it sounds weird, like, but I didn't really play much. Played a couple of times under Phil Brown and that, but I wasn't cons- like consistently there. I was more in the reserves. Yeah. So I think as a fan, I was more devastated than I was as a player. Like I was good. Like I said, when we were growing up, Preston were a massive team. In yeah, my yeah. eyes, they were huge. Because it was always in playoff finals and going for the Premiership. Another bolt on the West Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, so for me, there was always a team that was challenging for Prem. So to see him go down, I was devastated. Yeah, I know it had a quite a big effect, didn't it, all around Preston, really, that. It did, yeah. And it took him, what were it, three three seasons to call back up? Three yeah, or four? Phil came in, he came in. Yeah, three. I think it took him three seasons. Maybe four. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Well, back there now. Back in the championship. Flying. I think that's their level for now. They're a very, they're a very steady ship. I think Preston, they are under. Do you know what I think? Money under I think, I think money talks in Championship, don't it? I mean, yeah, you're not going to see like like in League One in a couple of seasons who's gone up. You see like Burton going up, who have low budget. Maybe Luton have gone back to that. Yeah, 
ain't going to happen the champ. Like, Rotherham was not going to go up and go up again. Luton aren't going to go up and go up again on their budget. No. I think they've got the right manager of Preston at the minute. 100%. I think yeah. he's unbelievable. I think he's a top, top manager. And I think if you've got maybe a bit more backing, maybe a bit more money, I think they'll have a right goal. But I, you know, you was talking about the money then, but I think the best player in the championship last season, he actually, he got voted the best player as well, was Timu Pukki. You know, the finished striker for Norwich. Yeah. And that, my missus is a Leeds fan, like a raving Leeds fan. She, yeah. yeah. And she always bangs on about Patrick Bamford not being good enough to take Leeds up. But I always said to her, if you'd got Pucky on a free, yeah, and and played him instead of Bamford yeah. or Roof, I think that was the difference. Yeah, I do, I do. But do you not think them sort of players? No one knew of him, did they? Beforehand, do you not think they're one in fifteen? <laughs> I knew of him just from like pace on football manager exactly, and FIFA. Yeah, that's how you know yeah, playing yeah, football yeah. manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. Yeah, when I was younger, yeah. you know, playing from that. But they're one in fifteen, aren't they? Do you know where they go when they score? How many goals do you score? Thirty-two. Thirty-two in a season are, on a free. They are one in fifteen. Then maybe twenty. I'm yeah, you, I don't know any other player that's done that. Where you've gone? I'm not quite sure who he is, and then they've gone and scored thirty-two. Who's the best freebie? you've played with I like the lads actually that's a good question for you so you're at a club you're at Bury and they've they've signed they sign a lad on a free right what's the thoughts of you and your teammates when a player comes on in in on a free is is it depends on who you are though doesn't it do you know what I mean like we signed do you mean if they've got no club like so me in a month time so right. say say if Bury signs someone from like Drogheda United in the Irish League, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't have heard of him, no. This you, lad, yeah. how how would he get treated in the dressing room? Because he's going no, young, young, young Paddy McKenney, for example. He's not a real player. He's, I was going to say I'm going to look at him on football. You know, Patrick McKenney right. has come from Drogheda United right, okay. to Bury on a free, eighteen years old, and he's coming to the changing rooms. All yeah. lads are sat around. I'm Patrick McKenney. Nice to meet you, boys. Just signed on a free. What do all the boys think? What do you mean? No, no, nobody, no, nobody, nobody thinks would... any different. Everyone just, all right. like, you accept him as a good lad. If he's a good lad, you accept him as a good lad off the pitch. And then on the pitch, you give him, everyone's nervous. You give him maybe a month, see how he is, and then you make your mind up. Do you get initiations when you're yeah, when you yeah, attending yeah. a club? I hate it though, you know. What 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 what, what is it at Bury? You just got to sing. What was your, what's your song of choice? Mine. No, I've been there for six years. I didn't sing. So what what was your initiation then when you joined? When I joined Bury. Yeah. No, I didn't sing. You had to sing in the finals. What you fine. said? I'm not singing. <laughs> no, I said what's a fi- so it's either sing or a fine. Right. But for some reason at the time the fine was like twenty five quid. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was like, I was like. Right, so I give him twenty five quid. I didn't have to sing, but now it's like five hundred quid. What if you don't sing? If you don't sing, it's like five hundred quid. Like, so would you rather give five hundred? No, no, I'd sing one hundred percent. I am a stingy man. I would <laughs> <sing>. <laughs> what would you sing? Um, either Cortinas, um, laid laid by James. James. That's that's <laughs> honestly. That'll be my song. Where, right? did they, where did they just get you up in the changing rooms or whatever on the on the bench? So it's usually when like, um, do you know, like travel away, 
On yeah. a Friday night, we stay in the hotel. Yeah. You have your dinner. And they get you Start up. clinking glasses. Like, <laughs> stood there on a chair, just singing. Like, I hate it. Do you, ever, do you know, like if a lad's singing? Yeah. Like, lads are like videoing it, watch. I like turn away, me. It makes me, makes me cringe. Cringe. Yeah, it's horrible. What's the, what's the best initiation song you've seen from? Do you know what was good? Nicky Adams last year. So we're at a night out. So you get one night out of pre-season usually. So you go through all pre-season, you work your ass off. And then the gaffer will go, right, we're going to go out as a team, a bit of bonding, go on a night out. So we played Chester away. Because the, uh, <laughs> the gaffer lives 10 minutes from Chester, he decided we'll go out in Chester. So we went out in Chester. So we said, it's a good night. We went out in Chester and a band was on. And Nicky's got up and gone to him. Do you, mind, do you mind if I sing? Like, they're having a little break. <laughs> so it's rammed. This place is rammed. He's got up and started to do... By the way, the band's an indie band doing, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And right. That. He got up and did 50 Cent. <laughs> and we're, like, looking at him like that. And he's, like, doing well, that a- with his eyes. Acapella? Line. Yeah. What was it? No, he did 50 Cent. Yeah, well, what, what song? Um, like in the club or something? What is it now? Yeah, it might be in the club, you know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone looking at him like, oh no, like, he was brilliant to be fair. Were you cringing then? No. No, because I like, oh, I was drunk, I was singing along with me, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good, yeah, it was. <coughs> Another thing I want to talk about is, um, I know it was, a taboo, it was a taboo subject for years and now there's a lot more light being shone on it, but I'd, I wanted to know about it in football mental health yeah um do you first well first of all have you ever been affected by mental health in the game or have you seen any of your teammates affected by it um, don't have to name drop anyone no i've never named and then if so how how are clubs dealing with it nowadays like I, I'm, I, like I said to you before the podcast, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you. I broke up with my ex years ago, so I was about 20, 22, 23, and I lived with her since I was eighteen. Right. And I was with her since I was eighteen, so I've been with her for five, five, six, like five, six years it was, and we broke up and she moved out. And to be fair, like I was, she was like the. Um, she was like my first proper girlfriend and it, it, it hit me hard to be fair. And like, I always got on with Flickers before. He, he was he was a top manager. Um, my management was was top draw with me. I always got on Is with him. Is this a bury, yeah? Yeah. And I just went in and seen him and I just said like, I'm, I'm just, one of the lads living there. I lived with Danny Rose at the time. And, uh, and uh, I just went into him and said, look, I'm, I'm struggling like uh I'm struggling to come in at football, I'm struggling to play games and like I I know I'm not at my best and I think it's down to this like and he was brilliant. He said, Look, go away, have a week off. Um here's a number of someone and I just started speaking to him like um and he was good, really good. He uh, I think Rosie helped though. Ro- I live with Rosie. I moved Rosie in. He needed a place to live and he's probably my best mate in football now. Yeah. And uh, he moved in and he just... If anyone's got it, it won't, like... 
But he came in, booted my door open, and just went, oh, I was laid in my bed at the time. I probably didn't move for, for the week that I was off. I, I didn't move from my bed. Like I was, I was, I was struggling. And I thought, he'll, he'll go warm. He'll not want to be around me, like, because Gaffer's pulled him. He said, I've told Rosie, I had to tell him. So Rosie's coming, booted my door open, like, looked at the door like that. He's gone, oh, stinks of sadness in here. Like, <laughs> and it sounds like he's taking the mick out of it, but he wasn't. He was just breaking the ice. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then we talked. We, we had a good talk for about an hour and that, and he was a big part of me coming through the other side. Obviously, getting with me, my now fiance, probably about six months later, was a, not a massive help, because that sounds like I got with her for the wrong reasons. Like, <laughs> never, but, um, like I, she got the best of me. I think if she met me six months before, think what a miserable she, bastard. She'd have gone, God, this guy's miserable. Like, and yeah. She wouldn't have been with me, but uh, I think Rosie, Rosie was a big help getting me through the other side. Like, I, th- I think with footballers, um, what the fan doesn't see is like that situation. Nobody, you, nobody. You know that 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 situation you went through. Yeah, it would have been easy for a a Bury fan at the time to say. Oh, it's faking injury. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And all these things are getting written. Mm. And I think a lot of people are quick to judge judge footballers about, you know, when when the head ain't in the right place. And it's it's easy to point the finger. But I think what a lot of people do forget, like footballers are still humans. Do you know what, though? I think if they knew, they wouldn't judge. But I, I think they can only take what they're being told. So I've got no... Animosity towards any fans who might say, "Oh, you know, he's 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 playing shit." They pay their money to to watch their team do well. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I knew I was having a bit of a tough time, and I think that's why I pulled myself out a little bit because I knew I wasn't doing well. I knew I wasn't. Was it affecting your performance? Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't just couldn't. No, I couldn't. I couldn't like. um, because I knew as soon as it ended, I just wanted to get off the pitch and go home. I didn't even want to go, to be fair. Like, I just didn't didn't want to be there. I really didn't. And it started, it really started to affect me. Um, but like I said, they were good. And it is a taboo in football that needs to be... Needs to be addressed, I, doesn't it? It does, 100% it needs to be addressed. Because you don't feel... Do you think players are scared to talk about it just because it's such a manly sport and, you know, you've got Big Dave down the boozer who's like eight pints deep, like, you you, you should be fucking scoring yeah, goals, not yeah. fucking crying out for goals, do you know what I mean? Maybe. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be, doesn't even have to be about, you know, I know your case was for splitting up with, yeah. with your ex, with your ex-partner, but it can be a whole lot of different things. Do you well, know what I mean? Depression, be, you know, yeah. depression and anxiety. It doesn't yeah, have to be just about relationships. It can be no, it can anything. Be anything. You can, you know, it can just hit you. Yeah, it can. I mean, I, can. I've, I've had some shit times. I mean, yeah. everyone listening to this probably had shit times and they, yeah, they have had anxieties before. Some, you know, some of the more unfortunate people who might be listening might have been depressed before. Yeah, yeah. And like me, in my job, I work on building sites. And for me, it was the other way around. I wanted to go to work to get my mind off to take my mind off yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. 
But then at the same time, when I was there, I'd be at work for like two or three hours. And then I'd be like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. But then I'd come home yeah. and be on my own. And then I'd be like, oh, fuck, I should have stayed yeah, at work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think the thing, I don't think it is just football, though. I think it's just in general. I think men struggle to to talk about it. I mean, even now. I think I'm, it's getting better now. No, it is getting better. It's definitely getting better. I mean, I think, I think football is doing all right. I think they could do more, but I think more people are... You know, getting the confidence to come out and talk about it, and you know, listen to another podcast, and a lad openly talked about it. He talked about how he struggled and that, and you know, it is it is getting better, but it does need to needs to be more, especially for players that finish football. I yeah. think that's a big thing. Yeah, needs needs more support maybe after football. That's another thing I'm going to go on to on this. You think I've read your read your questions, wouldn't you? <laughs> Can't read that right. Uh, I know it's like doctors writing. <laughs> but do you think the last thing on the on the the whole topic of mental health? Do you think that social media, like not just in football, I mean society in general, I think a lot more people are getting anxiety yeah, and depression because of what they're seeing online, 100%. because they're comparing themselves to everybody else, yeah. and it's. I mean. Everyone does it. Do you know what I mean? You do. I and it's it, it's it's bad. You <laughs> it don't is. want to, but you feel like you have to. I mean, I've I've said to a lot of my friends, if if I didn't meet, I worked abroad for seven years, and I met people from all over the world. You know, all over Europe. You know, yeah. all over. If I hadn't. Works abroad. I don't think I'd have social. Uh, I don't think I'd use social media now. Yeah. I think Facebook's like one of the worst ones. But the only reason I use Facebook now is for the messenger. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, so I can stay connected to my friends who I don't yeah. see every day, and you know, keep it. It is. It is great to see what you you know see yeah. what your friends on the other side of the world are. You mm. know, see what they're getting up to. But then, like I said, there's then the flip side of that. Yeah. Which is, you know, you get young girls, for example. Me and Dan on the first podcast we talked about, um, we talked about this. I I used an analogy of like Kim Kardashian's Darth Vader and all these young girls like Stormtroopers trying to be her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's like, what you know, and I I was speaking with him about what these young girls are doing to their faces. You know, they're rejecting all this shit. They don't know nothing about They're 18 years old, these girls. Oh, yeah, I just want the big plump lips and everything. There's going to be a time, like, in five, ten years' time, they're going to look back. Kind of like our generation. Do you remember the girls were getting the Playboy tattoos? (laughs) They'll regret them now, won't they? The Playboy donkeys. But then I think in, like, five, ten years, like, I think, you know, some of these young girls, young girls now, when they hit, like, mid-twenties, thirties, like, what the fuck was I doing? All because they was copying... This celebrity who's been probably been photoshopped in most of the pictures oh, as well. 100%, they're, yeah. they're trying to be something what's not real. Yeah, I think that's a shame. I think that is a massive thing, though. I don't. I, well, I have Facebook. Like I said, I only have Facebook because I've had it since I was. Don't know when it came out, but since about eighteen. And like yeah. you said, like one of my mates lives in Australia, so I like to see what he's up to. And, Tommy boy. Yeah. Tommy. <laughs> so yeah, but now I agree with you. It is. Is a big thing. Yeah. So the next thing 
we've touched on we've touched on your career. Um, I wanted to touch on life after football. What do you think? What do you well? What do you want to do? Is do you want to go into coaching or something similar, or do you just want to? Do you think you'll have a? Or do you just not know? Yeah, I just don't see myself being having anything to do with football after football. I really don't. I love football. I love playing football. It's amazing. I think the crap that comes with football, even probably coaching, is it's not for me. I think if someone if I could say earn, I don't know, not now, after football, if I could earn, say someone gives me £1,000 a week or 500 quid a week, but you get that for the rest of your life. It's a steady job. Yeah. I get to come home to my family every day. I'd spend Christmas with my family for the rest of my life. I'd take the 500. I think there's so much. It's different, higher level. Higher level, you're earning stupid money. And you're always going to get another chance, another chance, another chance. Like, only takes for you to get say you're coaching League Two, you get the sack. Where are you going? Do you know what I mean? It's it's tough. And like I said, I've been and I've done it for seventeen years. If I get to the age I want to get to, say I get to thirty five. Is that do you think that'll yeah, be the I think that'll probably be a cut off point until my legs start crumbling and where like I can actually still enjoy running about in a field with my kid. Well, yeah. kids at the time. Well, hopefully kids. I think if I go any longer, I'll be like, just <laughs> on crutches or something. Like, at 37, just trying to kick a ball to my kid. So once it once the career's over, that's... Then I, you're... Then do you you're... know what? I'd never say never because like, like, I love football and... Yeah. I love Ryan Lowe. If Ryan Lowe said to me, look, here's a job, like, do you want a job? I'd be able to turn it down because I love working for him and... I like what he's about and what his football represents and what he does in football. So it'd be tough to say no, but, you know, I'd like to go in financial advising, if I'm being honest, because the amount of young plebs they are out there in football, it's scary. Honestly, it's pro- it really is scary. What, what the kids are spending the money on? Yeah. Like, Just wasting it. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, honestly... Can you give us an? You don't like again. You don't have to give no I'm names, not, but give, give us an right, example. Okay. Well, Mary haven't been paying for four months, right? So we've, <coughs> we've been getting money off. Um, the PFA have helped us out. You know, we've we've percentage of our wage, not the full wage, but percentage of our wage. So that's like he lives at home with his mum. He's probably got a phone. I don't think he drives. Probably haven't got. A, don't play for car or car insurance so I might play for driving lessons and like he's telling other lads his skin and then coming in with £600 pair of trainers and I'm like what are you doing like what's up with you and it, like, it's the kids they scare me what they spend the money on like all materialistic things yeah I think <clears throat> instead of thinking do you know what I'll save a bit of money trying to get a proper lad or something like that they don't want that. They want to buy Montclair and McQueen's and and shit that no one really gives a fuck about. Like, is that is the materialistic stuff ever bothered you? No. no. Like, like it hurt. if I pay hundred quid for a bed, <laughs> it hurts me. That is the like, Leyland in your son. It proper hurts me. Like honestly, like lads are spending like 
I've just I've never been into it. Like I, would, I wouldn't spend six hundred pound on a pair of trainers or or six hundred pound on a coat because it's just not me. I go around in I go out in Leyland. I go to Gables in a pair of Vans and a Vans t-shirt. Like it's just not me. I'm not. I go to training in a Corsa. I'm not a flash guy, and it's just not me. Just would you say like you're one of the most humble lads at Bury? Humble, stingy. Yeah, <laughs> I am stingy because I know. I think these. Th- I think these lads think it goes on forever. Yeah, and I just. I know it doesn't like. I'm like, have you got a savings account? No. Okay, like some of the conversations I've had with some of the lads are just they're baffling, and I'd love to just be a financial advisor to say when they're 26 years old, like, so what have you got behind you? Have you got a house? No. Savings? No, but I've got five pairs of McQueens in the cupboard. Are oh, you flying, mate? Yeah, you're flying. <laughs> so I think I think I want to do that after football, but. Things might change. Hard to be stingy for dummies <laughs> by Danny Mayer. <laughs> Joe, it's not even that. Like, it's, it's what you say to him. I mean, I spoke to one lad. I was like, <coughs> he's, a, he's an all right player. He's a good player. I'm like, what? what's your plan? Like, he's 20, 22. What, what's your plan? Have you got a savings account? No. But I've just bought a house. Right, that's good. Okay. Um, so, what's your plan? Like, are you going to be a coach after football? I don't think so. So, what's your plan? I'm gonna buy houses. Right, okay, can you can you elaborate on that? <laughs> can you, I'm gonna buy houses, pay off all the mortgages, and um, then I'll just live off the rent after football. Like, oh fucking hell, you got this right. So, so what if what if you don't earn fifty grand a week to pay off these hundred and fifty grand houses, which is probably what you need? So you get five hundred pound a month off. Say hundred and twenty grand house, five hundred pound a month. Say you want three grand, you need six houses. So you've got to earn. £900,000 in your career to pay off these houses I don't know alright right, yeah it seems a solid idea like you're, you're fucking, keep, keep buying them you're, you're fucking flying Paul yeah Jesus Christ like it scares me yeah that's the that's what a lot of young people think though, yeah. don't, don't I, I got lucky me because I started again started coming in with Chris Sedgwick and he was like he, he was quite he's sensible and I came in with him for about, and I'm close with him, like he set up, it, what he does now, he's set up my life insurance and that, and just got talking to him, and it, it, just going in with 18 months, it made me like switch on. And he give you some good advice there? Oh, brilliant, yeah, he just said that, like he set up my savings account and that, and he was just, just switched on, and it switched me on, to be fair. Is there a lot of like, it's like you're like, well, you're not old, you're, just turned twenty eight, and yeah, actually, your seven, your birthday is seven days after mine. Is like it eighteenth, aren't you? Eighteenth, I am. On the eleventh, you're Libra. I don't know. I don't, you don't know. know your star sign. I don't care about star eh? signs. I don't read them in paper. Do, I? do you know where I used to read star signs? Where? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take take you deep now. I used to read star signs when I when I was at my mum and dad's house when I was younger. There used to be like a little basket full of magazines. Next to the toilet, you're like, <laughs> take me out, okay, magazine. Fucking Sharon got cheated on by her husband three times, and then he, and then she stabbed him in the head. You know all them articles, and on the back pages of them books, you used to get the star signs. It'd be like, you know, what was she called, Mystic Meg or whatever. All oh, right, yeah. So I'd go through Libra, and it'd be like Libra, 
uh, this week you're going to stumble upon somebody who's going to give you some really, really good advice. And then it was like, oh, I'd spend the week then as a young lad, like 10, 11 year old. Somebody, somebody give me a bit of good advice. Like, she said it in there. She said it in there. Yeah, star signs. <laughs> Meg knows what she's talking about. Oh, that's what she's I mean. Flying. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what I am. Uh, <coughs> I don't read my star sign. Going back to your career, something that I missed out. Yeah, go on. Preston, I know you loved that club. Yeah. And I've never I've never asked you about this. What happened there? I remember once you just you no, know, you've been at Chef Wednesday for a while. Yeah. And I seen you outside Royal Bank of Scotland in Leyland. This is years ago. And you were at Chef you were at Chef Wednesday at the time. Yeah. I said to you, how's it going at Chef Wednesday? And what do you think you came out with towards the back end of Wednesday? I hated it. Yeah, that's exactly what you said to me. I hated it. You said it's, the, it's fucking hell. I hated it. I was... What happened at North End to start off with? Sorry, I'll just Great, jump the gun. Graham Wesley happened, to be fair. It wasn't the club that I supported anymore. I think if you ask any Berry fan, uh, Preston fan, sorry, and, and they are truthfully honest, the club was a laughing stock. So like I said, what I said earlier, when I was a kid, they're going for, they're going for, they're going for premiership, playoffs every year. Yeah. Top players, like football. Under Moisey, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Under Irvine, there was in playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Paul Simpson, playoffs, like, they were just a, a, a solid championship side. Got relegated, fair enough. Um, they tried, Going a different route, didn't work, backfired, fair enough. And then the club started going in. Phil Brown had a good start. Then he started losing it a little bit. Just thinking the players were against him. They weren't. But And then they brought in uh, Graham Wesley. Now don't get me wrong, now that I'm older, like the stories on him are fantastic. Like he's, he's a character. Like he's... He's a lunatic and he's probably the worst coach I've ever played for. Can you elaborate on the lunatic bit? Um, it's just like one <laughs> story you have about him. What's he got? So, got loads. Well, like he's a millionaire, okay? So he's, right. he's a millionaire besides football for his business. Yeah. So we're playing five sides and he's gone. Right, whoever wins, I'm going to buy you. I'm going to get you a bottle of Chanel. Brand new Chanel Sport, sixty quid each. We're doing five aside on a on a Thursday. <laughs> Two foot start coming so out. Like, lads are like running about anyway. My team won, and I thought he won't give it us. Next day, bottle of Chanel. <laughs> but, like the guy's a freak. What else did he do? He was just a he's just a lunatic. He um, what did he do now? He just I had a big argument with him. Proper Barney. I, I scored this. Me and him just. I wasn't like, he used to text you. He used to text you at like eight in the morning. No, that was it. Okay, I got another one. He used to text, <laughs> text a player. He used to text players. So saying <laughs> on a Friday, I like to be inspired the day before a game from my players. Inspired me, dot, dot, dot. That was his message. And he used to send that to everyone. So he sent that to life. the whole squad. So his banter, <laughs> one at lads was like, uh, he used to say, he was such a freak, like, he used to say, 
tomorrow, lads, we're going to eat people's faces. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to eat faces. And I went, so I used to be like, right, okay. So one of the lads texting back. <laughs> he wasn't in the team, right? On the Friday, he wasn't in the team. He texted him back saying, I'm ready to eat someone's face tomorrow. <laughs> On the Saturday, we're playing. He put him in. He put him in because he texted him back that. So my, my response was, I'm not very inspirational. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask me. Like, I wouldn't, I just didn't want to put anything. I didn't want any of shenanigans. It was bonkers. Oh, he's do you know what the funny though when I look back on stories he's got his he's <laughs> Scotsman made it as well no he's from London he was he's from he, London yeah I always thought he was Scottish he come up to me once when out the blue and just went don't like southerners do you hey. I, went, I went what are you on about like, he went you're a northerner you don't like southerners do you and I went depends who they are like <laughs> do you like me and I was like <laughs> Well, we're not mates, like, you're my gaffer. But do you like me? We've only been here four days, like, what are you about? Oh, Seriously, I'm yeah, four days. It was something like that. We played like Yeovil away with life. I said, no, it'd been two weeks. You were, were crazy. I don't remembered one now, it was just, it's gone. I like to be inspired there before a game. <laughs> you ready to eat faces? That was it. It took me out the uh, free kick wall. So... If you were stood in the wall, you have to you used to have to shout, "I'm going to take it in the face," to the guy taking the kick. So like, geezer's taking the kick, and I used to. Well, this, this is what so he I'm meant, this is what he signed you to. This is what he put. No, so on on the Saturday, like on the Friday when we're doing it, right? He put me in the wall because he knew I didn't want to be in the wall because I'm soft. <laughs> I make more bones about it. I'm soft. Like I don't want to get a ball smashed in my face. So. Stood there like, and he used to have to shout to the kicker 10 yards away, I'm going to take it in the face, I'm ready to take it in the face. And I went, I'm not shouting that, no chance. So he took me out the wall. He took me out the wall because I wouldn't shout, I'm going to take it in the face. And he told your lads to say that in games as well. Yeah, so like lads... In, in games? In games. <laughs> he was shouting Saturday. at the opposition, yeah. I'm going to take it in the face. I'm, I'm going to take it in the face, it's in my face, take it in the face. <laughs> Sounds a bit weird. He's like, kick it over the wall, top bin, and like running off like that. It was, it was, it was, it was one in a million, he was. He was. But he just. So, like I said, going back, he he just changed the club, and I think he made it a bit of a laughing story. Like, like I said, his stories are fantastic. I laugh about it now. And if you ever met him, like, I'd love to go over stories with him because he. Funny, like, but <laughs> give him a text, get him on the podcast. Yeah. Wait, that's what he did. Yeah, on sex, used to leave it GW. It's <laughs> I like to be inspired. Dot 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 GW. And we're going from signing players. Like, what about Wesley here? Yeah, I yeah. thought we were about fine. <laughs> no, this was Wesley. Oh, Irvine, right. was, oh, Irvine was unbelievable. Graham <laughs> Wesley was bonkers. Right. This was Graham Wesley. He used to do all that stuff, take it in the face, and all that crap. <laughs> but so, like, we're going from signing players like. Having players like Paul McKenna, Sedgwick, Neil Meller, Ricardo Fuller. Do you know what I mean? You can just reel them off. St. Yeah. Ledger, Lonergan, like unbelievable players. Nugent. Top. Nugent, yeah, Jesus, I can't believe I forgot him. Like, having them players where you're fighting. And then we got relegated. Still had good players like Paul Coots, Keith Drake, unbelievable players. And these are no disrespect to the players. They are good players. Like, they're all, No, they're not. They're not. The all right players that he signed, but not for Preston. Preston shouldn't be getting a third. No disrespect to him, he's a top lad, but they shouldn't be signing 
a 30 year old centre mid for Mackey. Yeah. Do you know, like, he's not a young lad. He's he's had his chance at 30. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's if he's not, seen his best. Yeah, and, and then putting him as captain. So I've gone from like, put, like we've gone from like Paul McKenna, Ian Hume, Coots as captain to Procky, like, he's a top lad, but, and then we signed just another couple where you're thinking, I don't really know where this club's heading. Yeah. It's like we're happy being in League One with the players that we're signing instead of going for top players. We're a big club. We're a good club in the Championship. Never mind in League One. We're probably the biggest in League One. Like, what are we doing? Was there a bit of taste in everybody, like in all the all lads' mouths in the dressing room then? Was there like a, almost like a, quite a tense atmosphere in the dressing room at that time when he was there when you was in yeah, no one, when he was in league yeah, one yeah, no you one could you know when you, when you couldn't see him going forward no one no one liked him that was the thing because we're getting at nine like, don't get me wrong I'm not complaining about doing nine to five if it's productive yeah get me in at nine take me home at five I'm not bothered love football but make it productive yeah like we're going at nine starting at eleven so I'm going about for two hours then Going outside for two hours doing terrible training sessions. Then going in the gym for an hour. <laughs> what kind of stuff did he have you doing? Oh, just. <coughs> so if you was a midfielder, I got out of it because I went, oh, Gaffer, I want to score more. Can I go with strikers? Because every Thursday they used to go off. Defenders def- like do def- defending sessions, midfielder sessions, striker sessions. Strikers were brilliant. All they do is finish. Yeah. Midfielders would. Stand on either side of pitch, like on wings, boot the ball to each other, sprint across, and they boot the ball to each This went on for about 45 minutes. <laughs> That's what you're doing. This is what midfielders did. Defenders would just head it. That's it. Balls are coming from everywhere. Head it. Like, it was just non productive, and it was just like, I just thought, I'm getting worse here. Like, as, a, as a player, you've got to play with better players. Sessions have got to be yeah. good to get better. I'm going to get worse here. And you were just, and you just took the club and I just think it became a bit of a, bit of a laughing stock. Because, because obviously everything gets around in football, people are finding out what we're doing. That was it. Okay, one session. Uh, <laughs> so, we did a session f- for two hours outside. I was injured at the time. And I was, usually you'd go back in for an hour, do weights. Yeah. But it was about quarter past four. So you usually do wait. It's about half three, half four. Get shall go on for five. Yeah. About four o'clock. It was like, right, lads, we're going to do weights. But because it's late, we're going to do them out here. No, lads, all right. I'm, like, I'm looking outside thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> so they were doing weights. But they didn't bring any weights out. And they didn't do press-ups. So they were doing imaginary weights. <laughs> I, I, no, I promise you, you no. Are no, I promise you, I know you're thinking this. And if anyone listens, they probably think I'm bullshitting you. And this is what happened. We had a lad alone from Arsenal. <coughs> Who was he? <clears throat> Reese Murphy, I think his name was. And he was doing bicep curls, right? <laughs> with a fake weight. So, doing this in the middle of the pitch. Look, he's like, nothing in his hand. Nothing. He's like... <laughs> Like, nothing so he's like that it's basically imaginary like, weights imaginary weights like when you're a kid oh imagine you have this in your hand yeah 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 you're joking me I kid you not and everyone's <laughs> stood around the centre circle I'm looking out the window like this at training and all like that right so this Reese Murphy is going like taking the piss going 105, 106 this is what I've been taught 105, 106 
He's going, nah, 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 you're not doing it properly. <laughs> I don't imagine how he fucking works. Like, what do you want me to do? He went, I want to see it in your face. So, like, Graham West has gone up to him, like, stood this close from his face. And he's had to go, like, <laughs> like, pretend in his face. He's like, <laughs> this was this guy. And it was just fucking bonkers for six months. Why did you have him doing that? Because Justin, no, everyone, everyone had to. Pretend. You all had imaginary weights in your hand. Everyone, everyone, like, this was <coughs> this was our weight session. I didn't because, like I said, I was injured. I was inside with physio, and I'm looking out. Spoke to lads like, what are you doing? Just like, what are you doing out there? You went, you're just doing fucking imaginary weights, like <laughs> telling stories, like yeah. so. Lads were out centre circles doing that, doing like bicep, like oh my triceps, killing me bench press on the floor. It was, it was a funny. Why? Thing. Because you were nuts. <laughs> He's nuts. <laughs> is he the most bizarre character you've you've had as your manager? As a manager? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Thingy comes close. <clears throat> um, Kevin Blackwell comes close. But he was... Yeah, by far, Graham Wesley. But did you get on with him? <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. Oh, Weirdly, <laughs> because... I, was he like, was he like, un- like your uncle Nobed? Was he, he's no, like the kind of character even, he was. He was just like... It's more like cousin dickhead that you see. Like, <laughs> do you know what? Even weirder than that. At least you, you see your uncle a bit, but your cousin's fucking nuts. But you see him like once a year and he's bizarre as fuck. It was so bizarre that it was funny. And I did all right for him. I got like young player of the year at Preston that year. Like So I did all, I did all right for him. And so we, we got on weirdly, proper... Like it was... Like if, I, knew, and I used to never say morning to him because it used to piss him off. Why? Because he, because I didn't. So if he texts me, I won't text him back, and it used to proper piss him off, just because I knew it annoyed him. I knew it annoyed him, so I won't do it. And he said morning to him once, and I went, ah, oh, yeah, morning, gaffer. And he, he just went, I can't believe I got a morning from you. He went, me and you might actually be best friends. We might get on. I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. He was, he was fucking bonkers, right? Like, Bonkers. So at the end of at the end of your career mm-hmm. at North End, at the end of your, the end of your spell at North End, what happened there? We just gone on a on a on a Graham Wesley road, don't we? We just yeah, I, I don't even remember question. <laughs> Down memory lane with uh, you might as well just say Graham Wesley. Talk to me about Graham Wesley for about fifteen <laughs> minutes and I'll fucking remember. Just yeah. One last thing on Graham Wesley. Is he still, is he, is he still managing is he, anyway? Oh, is, is he not? What's he, 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 he do you not text him anymore? No, I don't have his number. <laughs> he dropped and dropped and dropped. And then, he's, do you know what though? He's a multi-millionaire. Like he probably don't need, he don't need to do it. Jimmy <laughs> just did his shit. Do you know what, he probably just went. Do you know what? what? I don't need this shit. I'm a he used to get home from work. How do you get on a training today, love? Yeah, I had all them mugs on centre circle doing oh, imaginary yeah. weights. Listen, oh, you know, here's some of the stories I've told him. I've told him that my kids call me medal winner. Eh? Is that what he said? That's what he said yeah. <laughs> so we got him from Stevenage, and he, to be fair to him, right? I don't know how. But he was unbelievable at Stevens. He took him from like conference to like League One in like three seats. He kept getting him promoted. So obviously they got he got medals and he says, My kids call me medal winner. <laughs> How old are they? <laughs> Fucking three. Like, what are you all about? You freak. <laughs> like medal winner, yeah. He was just he was bonkers. Like. If have you seen Graham Wesley no, this will be the last thing on Graham Wesley. Oh, okay. Have you seen him in the street now? <laughs> You you know sorry not in the street you're in Asda you're in Asda doing your weekly shop and you you're going down the cereal aisle and there's Graham Wesley picking up his wheat picks 
<laughs> and he, he looks you dead in the eye, he catches you with his trolley, you've got, you've got your trolley. What do you say to him? I, do you know what? I'd stand there and have a chat with him. I would because he were that... Bo- I'll tell you what, this is the best story now. After this, I promise <laughs> I will not go on about him. We've got a lad, top lad, Jay O'Shea, very good player, like, at Berry. And I was telling a story about Graham Wesley at Berry and... And he told me, well, he, I didn't know he went on loan to Stevenage, right? Joe Shea's gone on loan to Stevenage and he's manager at the time. And he's, he's coming, like, he's coming down to the back at bus, like, so buses like that, there used to be one of them, you know, like the circle ones at the end, yeah, and yeah. everyone sits around it. So someone's gone, someone's gone to J.O. He's just been there like a week. He's going to come and fight you. And Joe's gone, oh, fuck off, you're manager, what are you on about? He said, no, seriously. He's going to come and try and wrestle with you. You have to fight back. <laughs> so I'm going, so Jay's gone like, uh, now you're lying to me. He went, right, I promise you now. He said, we had this lad on trial. He was unbelievable. And he, Graham Wesley started fighting with him. Got him in a headlock. And then, and the player wouldn't fight back because it was a manager. And he, so he didn't sign him. And he said, I didn't sign that player because he won't fight back. <laughs> I promise you now. So this, this is not the strangest initiation ever. So J.O. So J.O. went, J.O. went, you promise me now? Went, yeah, yeah. So J.O.'s like, he's waited till he's got to the back. J.O.'s jumped out of his seat, got him in the headlock. This is the manager of his football club. He's got him in the headlock like, fucking up, lads are digging him. And he's going, yeah, go on then, J.O. Like, he's in the headlock going, yeah, go on, J.O., go on, go on. That, that sums him up. That is bonkers. He was encouraging him. Yeah, he like, was like, it tighter. Go on tighter. Like, yeah, best story I've ever heard. That. I mean, I love my stories, but when Jay was telling me, it was it was fucking funny. Got my head locked and he's encouraging him. So you're leaving off and... So, I, yeah, I, I... He made out that I went <coughs> to him and I said, I want to play higher. Right. Because everyone kept coming up to him. Do you mean you want to play higher? I was like, no, I never said that. I've only been there. I've only done all right for Preston for one season, coming to my own that season. I never said I wanted to play higher. I just I just said to him, I can't see myself playing for you. But I thought it may be a bit of a conversation, like, like basically say, like, oh, what's up? We'd have a talk about it. Because we got on, we'd have a talk about it, we'd sort it, and... Uh, like I had another year or two years left and I'd stay that's what I, that's what I thought and he just went right fuck off like and I was like okay and then he made out like I said I wanted to go higher and that and it was just just got messy for no reason basically I like I said I just bought a house in Leyland that season yeah. and I like in that January I got linked with Cardiff and I remember being devastated because you've bought an house in the northwest. Yeah, well, like, fucking, I don't want to move. So, like, six months later, they're saying, like, he wants to go to a higher club. But I never, I just wanted to, I was happy. At, I love Preston. I was happy. I just wanted to make, I wanted to make sure the club was going in the right direction before, like, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, like, fucking, yeah. give me a 12 year, like, you know, give me a deal and that. I just wanted to make sure that. Well, actually you're going to go for promotion and that he's not just going to be a freak and, <laughs> and start getting players in headlocks and that and just I just and, the, and I'd like, I just wanted to make sure the club was going to go back to where I know it should be and it just got so messy and like I said I was devastated to leave and never wanted to leave and then Wednesday came in Sheffield Wednesday came in for you yeah so Wednesday come in 
And I just felt like I had to go. I didn't feel want like... Was this in the summer or in the January? No, this was in the summer, yeah. And it just... Like I said, it was a, it was a big club. It, was, it could have been a good move, but it just didn't work out that way at all. Like, one bit. And um, I, I think there was still a bit of me that... I, I mean, I remember you... I was, like, sat in the dressing room at Sheffield. I sported person that much. I was sat in the dressing room at Sheffield Wednesday on the LEP. <laughs> like, reading the paper about press. For fuck's sake, I wish I was there. Like, Jesus. Like, I just... I was devastated to leave, and it, it hit me hard, like... Was it hard? Uh, was it hard to try and pledge your allegiance football-wise? I know you, uh, North End are always going to be in your heart, and because you played yeah. for North End and you were there from a cat, you know, from from being nine year old, forty pound bottle of milk, <laughs> you know, and then now you're not there anymore. I don't think it was that. I think it was more the fact that I didn't feel like they were having me right away. Okay, I went in. Who was the manager there at the time? Dave Jones. And I just went in and I just felt... You feel out of place? Yeah, proper out of place. Lads were top lads. Got on with them really well. And that... I know if you don't think a player's a good player, I know you don't. like Because I've, I've been at Barry and I've seen some quango players. like, And you know you know that you don't think they're a good player. Like I never got that. Like The players knew I was a, a good player. Yeah. And I, well, I knew that the staff just, I don't know, just weren't having me. I don't know if it was because I was small. Like we used to have Michael Antonio and Jermaine Johnson on the wings. Yeah. Great players. But it wasn't me. Like, I was not their player. I'm not just going to knock it and cross it and that. Like, And he put, he put me centre mid and every time I played centre mid I did well. But he just never, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if my face just didn't fit. I mean... Played in the reserves every week and I was best player every week. Like, used to score every week, did really well. And I never got my chance, like, to the point where, like, I always kept my head down and about seven months in, I've just fucked this reserve game off completely. Like, just walked about. And then, like, assistant managers come for me and I've just gone, you're a fucking liar. Like, just lost me and I've just gone, you're a fucking liar. Complete and not a liar. What? Why? Why am I a liar? You can't fucking walk about in a reserve game. Who do you think you are? I said, you've pushed me to this. I said, like, you fucking... Tell me every week that I'm close. Tell me every week that I might start, I might start. And then I'm either on the bench or in the fucking stands. I said, so you talk shit. Yeah. So I just lost my head and then after that, like, they were fucking all going back, like, I lost it. Just And I just went, right, fuck off and walked off, like, was you still living in Lancashire when you was playing in Yorkshire? No, I, I, I was going to, I should have, to be fair. I rented a, so first season I rented a house in Sheffield. Right. It's just not me, like, I'm not a city boy. Was you just living on your own? No, I lived there with my ex at the time, so. Right. But I'm just not a city boy, I don't. No. Just not for me. It's not about this town, isn't it? I just keep coming back. It, you like, do? I do, it's crap but I love it like, <laughs> no, no it's not might be a shit hole but it's our shit yeah it's one of them no it's just it's a lot better than what it used to be I mean, I mean like when we were like 18 that was, yeah. it was a bit rough but I don't think it's that anymore I don't no. think that's some great pubs yeah love the great pubs <laughs> love the great <laughs> so then from when it was when it was going down at Chef Wednesday they loaned you out to when they loaned you out they loaned you out to South End didn't they 
This will be the quickest. So but, like we talked about going west for 15. This will literally be like 30 seconds. I didn't want to go. You didn't want to go south didn't end. Go. I didn't want to go Sheffield. Sheffield was too far for me. He forced me. You fucking go to south end. I'm not going south end. You fucking are. I'm not. You fucking are. Right, fine. I'll go south end. Like, so how much of a player? How, how much does a player have to? You know, how much is their saying? How much is your say worth? In do you know in, what? Now that, that, now that I'm a bit older, if you try to get me to go there, I'd have gone. Not a chance. But I was young then. I was like 22. I was a bit like nervous, a bit shy. And did you ever have agents or anything? Yeah, and he told me it was a bit... He's not my agent anymore. He told me it'd be a good move. I was like, I don't think it fucking will. Southend, where was they? But was they in League Two at the time? Yeah, and they were... And Chef Wednesday were in Championship, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, and I did like, I did, well, did alright at Preston in League One the year before, so it was a bit like... Just dropping too many levels. Not just that, like, fucking miles away. It's just like... It's like south, southeast, isn't it's it? It's just not for me. Like, do you know, like, like I said, I've gone from... Not, <laughs> not wanting to move to from Leyland... To go into Sheffield, to go into Southend in like eight months. Yeah. And like, I remember like going there. I remember manager, I got on the bus, we were playing Wickham away, I got on the bus. That manager went to me, uh, Danny, I don't think you've, uh, I've seen you smile since you've signed. I said, I really want to go home. It's too far for me. The Southend gaffer this. Yeah. So I just want to go home, it's too far for me. I think he was so taken back, he just went, all right, good lad. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And then, like, the month ended. And um, he, he just was went, it just a month loan? Yeah, it was a month loan. And he just went, I know, I know you want to go back, so get yourself off. He played five times. I know. And he just he just went, get yourself back. Like, I just went, yeah, sound. It was the most pointless loan. Did you feel sorry for the club because, yeah, because you, you just did, got forced they, there? Like... I felt sorry for them because they. They were going for like the playoffs and and like they wanted to sign a player that was and then going they, to have a go. Yeah. And, and then they fair, thought when they got you, I then. should have had a go. I should have gone down there, open minded. But I just, it's just it's just too far. It just wasn't for me. And and like I said, they just they didn't see anything that I could have done because all I kept thinking was fucking, I'm dying all. I was like ticking the days off. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, like, like in like prison porridge. it was like yeah, yeah. striking him off like, ah, <laughs> one more down one more down ah. do, you th- do you think that happens to too many lads though they're getting forced forced to go on to places where they don't want to like you said you, you was in the you was in the you wanted to be in the north yeah. in the northwest then you go into Yorkshire and then the, them in Yorkshire they're trying to ship yeah. you over to I Essex think, I think maybe I think do you know what I think they should I think if you're going to send a lad out on loan you just got to make sure it's right for them as well because if it isn't, it's a pointless loan. They're just going to be unhappy. They're going to su- probably sulk and then it's going to be, it, it's not going to do the player, the club or the parent club any good. It's a pointless loan. Yeah. They might as well just, because like, I remember at Berry, I've been out a year. I was out for a full year and then they would, Lee Clark, Lee Clark was trying to, uh, <laughs> Lee Clark was trying to send me uh, out on loan been out for a year got got injured in November come back the following November and um, was, no that was it yeah so that's what got injured in November and that somehow was still injured just come back from like a really bad infection was in hospital for a week on a drip like it got really bad and he's like ringing me up Shrewsbury want you great I'm injured like I can't run what so you don't fancy Shrewsbury no I, I fucking don't <laughs> 
And I'll never forget it. He pulled me in one day. He pulled me in. He's gone, um, Mansfield want you. And I went, I'm injured. Like, what do you not get about this? I'm injured. This was in mine. This was in July and I didn't come back till November. Right. So that's how injured I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mansfield want you. Great, but I'm injured. Like, I'm going for an injection in like two weeks down in London. Like, I can't. Well, yeah, they don't mind that. Like, they said just, you know, they'll still take you. <laughs> I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But your mate said, Danny Rose is there. Your mate said, I want my mates at Bamber Bridge. I want to go along to Bamber Bridge either. Like, it doesn't matter that my mate said. It's got to be right for me. So, I, like, when Who, I got, who's saying this to you? Your Lee, agent? No, Lee Clark. Oh, right. But your mate said. <laughs> One of my better mates is at Bamba Bridge, but I don't want to go play at fucking Bamba Bridge either, pal. Oh, that's what I mean when I got older. I was like, got a bit more confident and louder. And I was like, oh, fucking, if it's not right for me, I ain't going like. Yeah. But I do, I think it's got to be right for everyone, for them to get the best out of the player and the club for the for a player to grow, progress in that. Yeah. So from Chef Wednesday, you went to Bury and you'd stay there for six years. Yeah. And you settled there. Yeah, I loved it. Like I've absolutely, and I went, I went there with like the most. Do you know what? It took me till about twenty three to probably get my act together. I was a bit like, plaza, a bit not asked, and I've gone alone to like, bury it, and I was just not like for the first, probably four months, I was just not asked, and I know it's a wrong attitude, and I shouldn't say it, but did you think you were bigger than the club at the time? Or did you think it was at a better level? Yeah, I probably did. That? I probably did. I probably thought, oh, like, I probably I can play higher than this, but I haven't proved shit. I thought yeah. I had. I think, they, like I said, I went on about young lads before who think they've made it when they haven't played a league, league game. I'd played maybe 70 or 80. Yeah. Probably thought I could do better, but like I said, like, not playing for a couple of years, I had to show myself again. And, it, and like I said, I went in with Sedgy and it was brilliant and it, I got settled, started really enjoying my football and then, to be fair, they definitely seen the best out of me. Yeah. Yeah, you've done well there, pal. Yeah, it's been a good, been a good ride. Like, Next thing I want to talk about is abuse from fans. Um, as a fan myself, a lot of... I don't understand the abuse some people give on social media or mm. or when they're sat in the stands when them people who are dishing out the abuse know full well like they wouldn't be saying that to you in the street they wouldn't be saying that to you if they seen you on you know in a supermarket or whatever yeah. so what's your opinion on I know before you said you said about like if you wasn't playing well then you deserve to get abused. Well, well not what, abused. I don't want them to fucking stop calling me mum and that. Like, I think no, that's, that's, like, that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, what no, what no. do you make? What do you make of that from from fans? I'd love to say it's bang out of order. Let's stop it. But let's be honest, it ain't gonna happen. No. In ten years' time, some little kid's still gonna be saying your mum's a whore to some player. They are. Like, let's be let's be brutally honest. They are. But it's weird if some if 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 a if a Berry fan shouted to me, if I was on side and I'm having a stinker, I'm having a stinker four or five games, you go, Maya, fucking any chance? Okay, that's fine. Does it rally you up? No, it doesn't, to be fair. Does it? But like, you know, it doesn't because I'm thinking, 
you're fucking 15 torn or something like come on I'm trying to, if I'm having this thing but they pay the money they deserve to yeah yeah, yeah. They, they deserve to say this is my club they love that club they want to see a player do better yeah sometimes it might have bad performance as long as they're running about and trying I think it's different I think if they're fucking it off completely then just walking around the pitch yeah there's no need for that and that but like I said if they, if they do it, it doesn't round up, it might round <coughs> some of the players up. But if they, if they, at least if they're doing that, then fair enough. But if they're going, man, you're doing shit, your mum's a whore, then I'm like, fucking all right, mate. It's a bit, bit personal. What's what's the worst case of it that you've heard? What I've heard? Yeah. Things things what people said to you in the stands, whether that be from your... Me, I, wh- do you know what? Whether I, that's been from your own fans or opposition fans. I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit oblivious. For some reason, I don't hear. You fans. don't hear anything, no. Honestly, some guy could literally call me anything, and I don't hear it for some reason. I think maybe because I'm just concentrating on the game, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. Everything, but I've heard like racism. Racist is the one. Do you think it's still there, especially in in League there. One and Two? Maybe not as much, you know. Probably from what I hear. It's probably seen- from not what I hear. It's probably more. It sounds bad, but you know, broad and that. It's, like in Italy, it seems accepted. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, like, well, you've seen the thing about uh, yeah. it, was, it was Moasis, he called. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was just, ridiculous. Yeah, it's scandalous. And the, uh, you know. And his own players and, and coaches saying he shouldn't have reacted. Like, was it Benucci or Chiellini he turned around and said. Chiellini, I think it was. Yeah, I Not Benucci, Benucci. Yeah, okay. It seems more, that's what I mean, it seems more accepted. I think in England, it's. I've heard, I've heard racist abuse, but it's not like. It's not like it, like every week. Like it seems every week in Italy. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. every week in another country or internationals, it happens all the time. But it doesn't seem you get it. You get it a few times in the Prem, don't you? With like Sterling's at it. It's just yeah. But then you look at the men that are doing it. I think I agree with. I don't know who said it, but I think it was Ian Wright. It seems to be older men. Yeah, it is. But so they, like, they, they, hoping, they think it's they, they think, think it's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, like Ian Wright said, I'm hoping they get to the point where. Years and years to come. Just start banning them. They, they fucked. I know, yeah, they should stop. Just, just ban give them. them live give bands, them live stadium yeah. bans. I know, yeah. If I that doesn't sort them out, then I don't know what will. I know. Especially now, I mean, you can see everything, can't you, on camera? You know yeah, what yeah. it is. So you can see dickhead in corner who's 25 stone, who's giving racist abuse, who's fucking old as fuck. What's, what's the worst thing you've heard? Not like, Maybe not just to yourself, but like to a teammate. Or have you ever have you ever seen a situation where one of your teammates has reacted to somebody who's um, been out of order in the crowd, or even even off even off the field? Have you ever experienced anything? Yeah, yeah. One lad did it when we was in uh, Edinburgh. He uh, we had this lad called Joey T, good lad, uh, top lad, and we were sat. There were two lads sat having a a beer in. It was in the hotel we were staying in, having a few beers. It was our Christmas do. It might have been like four in the morning, and he, some lads got up to Joey T and, and squared up to him and gave him racial abuse. But <laughs> he had like another lad who was like six foot five with him called Kill O'Brien who just nutted him, and that was it. Like, but yeah, it's, I don't, like I said, I don't hear much. I'm quite oblivious to, to stuff, so I don't hear too much, but that's off the pitch. That was the worst one I've probably come across. 
have you so have you been quite lucky then in your career you've not really received any abuse no abuse online or anything either I don't have Twitter do I don't have Twitter. I've had, look, yeah, I've had, I've had abuse online. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what kind of things come yeah. into your inbox? Just, because you are on Facebook. It's quite rare now that... I do that. I've not had it for years. Not, I've not had it for a long time. It was more so when, like I said, it was more so when I was leaving Preston because the Preston fans got the wrong end. Not the wrong end of the stick. They got told a different... A, they got told a lie. They got told what... And don't get me wrong... All I got told was that I wanted to leave their club. So I never got, like, your mum's your mum's anything. It was more like, you fucking traitor. Like, you're meant to be from Leyland, you know. you're Really? You'd see this, you know, you'll never play for this club again. But I kind of thought, not that I get it, because, don't get me wrong, I love Preston. But yeah. if a player has to leave, I won't go out my way on the internet to find his name and abuse him yeah um, so I, I found that really weird that people actually search my name to abuse me like they're going out the, they're going out the way like they must have a good spare 10 minutes like but, yeah but I didn't it didn't really affect me because I just thought they're getting some story where they think I want to leave the club some of it was just you're a traitor and I was like okay well they, they think I'm a traitor but like I said they don't they didn't know the real story I remember when we went out, it was about 18, 19, <laughs> the Barris, Barristers keeps getting mentioned in this fucking podcast, they have to sponsor me soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you remember when we used to, Barristers. yeah, everybody did, and they need to sponsor me that part, yeah. I swear to God, like, yeah. for anybody who doesn't know what Barristers is, it's a it's a pub in our local town, um, I remember me, you, a couple of others, you know, Dan and Tom. Early and Tom, uh, yeah, yeah. We went in there, and I remember one Friday night, you were still at North End, and I remember, I remember somebody, <clears throat> some some fucking old fella. I think you might have been out injured, or so you might not have been. But anyway, he was out for me. It was like fucking twelve at night. I remember someone scream over the top. You're meant to be fucking playing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of went, fuck off! <laughs> yeah, do you know, that was a thing with me at the time. I was like, <laughs> I was a bit like, like, I couldn't get my head around that. All the fans of North End were around you all yeah, the time. Yeah, and, and I shouldn't be, do you know, even if, I probably was in jail. If I was playing the next, I've never done that. I've never, I've never touched a drink yeah, on yeah. Friday never took a drink on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday if I'm playing on yeah, a Saturday. Yeah, so he's probably injured. So I've been injured. But like, <laughs> to them it's unprofessional. Yeah. Which to be fair, it probably is. Like, if you... I'm injured, I probably was in the next, like, I shouldn't have been, I might not have been in the next day, but if I'm going out, I should just stay till the Saturday, but. Did you get a lot of that in pubs? Yeah, yeah, I've had. Do you have more compliments than people slagging you lot, yeah? I don't really get any more. If people know, like, of me or you know me then they'll just talk to me about football yeah because I'm a football fan myself so they'll talk to me about football they won't say what's going on at Berry you know what about this they just talk to me about football don't get me wrong I've had I've had it a few times where they've abused me and I've if I'm really drunk then I'll shout stuff back like yeah but usually I'm just like yeah cheers I don't really know who you are so it doesn't really bother me so abuse wise you've not been 
they've been quite kind to you, haven't they? Yeah, to be yeah, compared. Yeah, but to you've lots. not really done anything to no, piss them off, no, really. Not really. Even after the the car thing, nothing because mm. you were. It was just stupid. You're just too young then, though, yeah, for them to just stupid and young, going out all the time. But you do, don't you? Yeah. The next thing is it's going to be one of the last things actually. Ticket prices for the average, well, the modern football fan now. Yeah. Do you think fans are getting priced out of football now? Yeah. More so. More so at. You know, in the Premier League, I know match day a match day ticket at United is like I think face value now it's like thirty eight quid, forty quid. Yeah. Um, but then you've got to take the. It just seems to me like the club aren't taking. Then you've got to go travel. Yeah. And you've half time. You've got to get something to eat, refreshments before the game. I'm not saying like you have to go out and get have six pints before you you know you you go on to the game, but you and then you've got your drinks and then. You know, then you've got transport yeah, home and everything. It's for me personally going to watch game. I don't really complain about it because it's just the way it is. Yeah. The the way I see it, everything in society is going up, but the wages aren't. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. But it's like hundred pound. Hundred yeah, pounds it's, it's going to watch pound game, day, isn't it? Which when, is when train ticket or driving petrol? Like it is parking. Yeah, it I is. think I think even North End now. I think that's like thirty quid. Is it for a home game? Yeah. <sighs> But, but do you know what the best thing when I was there best thing they ever did was um, we played so average one at Preston probably one that was in league one was maybe 10, 11,000 maybe which is probably about standard for them I don't know what they did but I think they did a 5 a ticket for everyone yeah yeah we played tram at home I think I remember that actually and they got about 20,000 yeah now I get it they probably they might be losing out on revenue all together, but probably not by a lot. But then on hospitality, they must make yeah, that money back. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So I don't really, I don't really get it. But then again, I'm not in that side of the, uh, of the game where no, look, it's all about revenue in it for a club, let's be honest. Yeah. So I, I don't really know. But looking from the outside, you'd have thought they'd do that, wouldn't you? Do you know, just, just drop the ticket price. drop it for a fiver. Like, I mean, even kids, like, they're not even a fiver, all the kids are like, so, like, say you have your little boy who's 10, 11. That's, it's not, like, a fiver. So, if you're going watching United, yours is 40 quid, his is 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's hard. It's, I feel like the, it's not really, it's, it's turning into a machine now. Yeah. And it's not really working on, it's, working it's, on sport like no, it used not, to be. No, it's making it hard to be a loyal fan. Yeah, So, people, it call, is. people call you an armchair fan, but it's hard to be a, a loyal fan and pay, say they're at home three times a month, £300 is a lot of money to pay Yeah, a month. See, I've, as I've got older, I mean, all my life I've been I've been a United fan. Some people are like, oh, you're this, you're that. Half my, half my family, all my dad's side are from Manchester. Yeah. All my mum's side are from London. So for me, it was United or Arsenal. Yeah. They were my options. And my granddad's a City fan, actually, so... Yeah. But, no. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I pick United. But, as I've got older, I still love... I love watching football. I, love, I watch any football, yeah. you know. Whether that be conference all the way through to the Premier League, you know, international football, whatever. I love, I love watching football still, but 
my allegiance just to one football club isn't what it used to be now. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, especially, I especially with that fucking circus, what's going on? Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, it's that's a bit, story, isn't it's it? A, it's a farce, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but um, on the t- on the ticket prices, <coughs> going on from that, should I say, players' wages? A lot of fans have got problems with that as well. The way I see it is football's turned into this big machine now yeah. and there's a lot of money involved. TV deals, uh, sponsorships. It's It's gone bigger than I think yeah, anybody yeah. would could have imagined. Yeah, I don't think anyone's seen but, this five years ago. But everybody moans. The first average fan, the, you know, the big Dave, like I called it before, <laughs> with, his, with his 10 pints. Yeah. It's a fa- you know, it's a fucking disgrace how much they're fucking making. The- All they're doing is kicking a ball around, blah, blah. Yeah. You don't see people coming out of the cinema moaning how much them actors are getting paid when they're going to watch a film. Yeah, yeah. So why is it any different? It's not... I can see it from the footballer's point of view. People will think I'm side of footballers yeah. here. I'm not. I- I'm just thinking of it logically. When you're... When you was five years old and you started kicking a football, you didn't know you was going to get X amount per week. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo didn't know he was going to get X no. amount per week. Do you know what I mean? All these big earners, he was playing football because he loved playing football. Yeah. You're so, not going to turn it down, are you? No. That's what I mean. Like, big, big of Dave, course you're not. Yeah, Big Dave shouting. Like, but if he... Right, we're gonna Big Dave, we're gonna give you hundred grand a week to play football. I'll say Big Dave. No, no, give ten. Give yeah, ten. Don't yeah, mind, yeah. keep the night. Like yeah. you're not you're just not gonna do it, are you? Say Big Dave's a bricklayer, for example. Yeah. If he said, Oh, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you ten grand a week to lay these bricks. He's not gonna turn it down. No, of course you're not. What do you what do you make I I want a, I've always wanted to ask a football this question. What do you say back to them fans? who complain about how much you lads earn. I just think they do the same. I, I don't... If any fan, hand on heart, says that they play for free, I'd, I love this club, I'd play for free. So you'd quit your job and not have any income and play for free. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You, you play... In the end, right, I love football. It's, it's it's my job. I don't have a part time job. Yeah, I do this every day. And if that club's willing to pay me what they think I'm worth, but they but fans are saying that's too much, that's not the player's problem. That's the club who mm. have offered you that contract. Yeah, I think the thing is with fans is I know you're on about actors. I think fans feel it more because. They're contributing. They feel like they're contributing to yeah, the wages. Yeah, yeah. So your hundred quid, say, uh, obviously, big difference. Your hundred quid dropping the ocean to Pogba's wages. Yeah, yeah. But you think I'm giving hundred quid to watch him? Fuck it off. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I think some fans think that. Where actors, you don't go to a film and go, give him a twenty quid and he's acted shit. You just don't do no, it. You don't, no, you no. don't. And I think. If a fan said to me, like, come up to me, Lynch, you're not worth, like, you're not worth what we're paying you. I'd just be like, well, 
what do you, what do you want me to do? Not sign the deal and say, well, Dave over at Road thinks I'm only worth <laughs> two fifty a week. Do you mind? Do you mind if you just give me two fifty a week? Like you just, it's just all relative, isn't it? Do you do you think it's the wages are justified in a sense that the amount of money what goes into the game? We're talking I, I drop, think, drops in oceans. And I think. I think. You, is it? Are they? You'll know personally. Are what you and the other lads getting paid? Are they? Is that just drops in the ocean compared to what the owners are making? Lower league? No, probably not. I think if you go to the lower league, if if a club runs a club, cuts cloth accordingly. Yeah. Then they're making what they can afford. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If a club's willing to give a play, if a club's willing to give a player five grand a week, but they can't afford to give him five grand a week, then that's their wrongdoing. They should not be thinking, we really want him, we'll give him wages that we can't afford. Because then the club's going to, going to go like Berry, do you know what I mean? Where, yeah. Where an owner's saying, well, I haven't got enough money to pay the wages, and but the old owner says, he's worth that, he's giving that, do you know what I mean? It's And that's where it gets like, I think in the Premier League, they can give Pogba 250 grand a week because they're fucking making bundles, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, like you said, I mean, do you think it's I mean got... how much is it to get promoted to the Premiership? It's like 190 million. What yeah. do clubs get? 190 million? Something like that. And then you get 100 million for going back down. Like that. Or do you get more for going back down? Parachute oh, money. you get parachute payments, don't you? So that's what I mean. So these clubs, these clubs that get promoted, they get 190 million. So if they're chucking... 50 million, 30 million away a year, say on wages or whatnot, they're still quids in. Yeah. So it's different. I think lower leagues, it's. I think, champi- I think they just need to cut it accordingly. I think championships ridiculous money as well, though. Do you think it should be capped? I know you're a player, so you, you'll probably say, no, but you're, you're, you're like me now, you're a fan. Yeah. Actually, no, it shouldn't fucking no, matter. It, should, it, it shouldn't should fucking cut. matter. Who who am I to say how much them lads on the fucking I, pitch should make? It's like them turning around yeah. to me and saying, you're going to paint that house and you're getting paid a grand to paint that house. That ain't worth a fucking grand. It's only yeah. going to take you a few days. I think you should be getting that much. Yeah, it, no. Why the... Why, I, don't, I don't understand. And again, it might make me sound like I'm siding with a football, you know, a footballer here or whatever. But... Why the fuck does it matter no, so much? No, why does it matter so much to some fans? I don't. How much they make? What difference like said, is it going to make to their life? Do you know I what go I mean? back to some fans saying, "Contribute your wages." I generally believe that it's like that. They they love that club that much, and they feel like they are paying, Pope, like I keep saying Pogba, but that a player's wages that they genuinely believe that, like not the only player. But their player owes them because they're helping them pay their wages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think going back. I don't think it should be capped. No, because if I, ju- I go back to it, should be cut the cloth accordingly. Do you know what I mean? Don't give a player five grand a week if you can't afford it. Say to the player, we really want you, but we can only offer you four. That is our limit. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll go out of business. And then the player decides. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they should be capped because then. It, it just gets messy, doesn't it? Then, because then, I just think not messy, but do you think that's what's happened with like the likes of Bolton? Hundred percent, hundred percent, like the, and Barry, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mind saying Barry because it's been 
such a farce. It's or, been all over anyway, so, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, everyone knows what's going on over the last four months. It's been that much of a farce. It's, it don't really matter. No, it's quite, it's quite sad though, isn't it? Devastating. Like I said, like, I, I spoke to the guy from Berry Times, like the paper of Berry, and he was saying, do you want to stay? And I said, yeah, let's just do about a month, maybe two weeks ago. He said, do you want to stay? I said, yeah, I do. Of course I want to stay. I said, I've been there for six years. I've loved it. I said, I'm settled. My, my missus is living with me in Leyland. I've just had a baby. I wanted to stay. But I can't stay if I'm not getting paid and I can't stay if they're not going to offer me a deal. Yeah. Like, I'm not forcibly looking to get out. I'm just, I've just got to look after my family like every player has. I mean, like I said, they've not paid us for four months. PFA's helped us out, but it shouldn't be like that. I should be, I should have got promoted, enjoyed it, sat down with Barry, talked about a new contract hopefully signed and then I should be going back into pre-season looking forward to playing against bigger teams in, in League One and enjoying it but instead it's been like it's just been an absolute shambles yeah just like I said it took the gloss off promotion it's it's just made the summer a bit of a bit of a ball out really the manager the manager's gone as well yeah and he's there's good players at Berry. Like I said, I, I personally think the biggest loss is Brian Jensen, the goalkeeping coach, has gone to Shrewsbury. So manager and assistant have gone to Plymouth. The analyst, who's a massive Berry supporter, like I got on with Dicko. Like he was, he's, he's one of my mates, really close to him. The analyst has gone to Plymouth and it would have killed him that. When we got relegated, he was in the changing room crying his eyes out. Like... The people that are the heartbeat of the club are leaving because they're not getting paid. And it shouldn't be like that. Like, it's just been... It's just, I just feel for the fans, I really do. I mean, if you ask any fan... Well, a good set of fans are very fans, yeah. Yeah, they are. And do you know what? Like, we owed them a lot after the season when we got relegated was pathetic. I've seen you in an interview saying that that was a, just a shambles. It was. from like, don't, This is nothing to do with Lowy, though. I will... I've said this in a couple of interviews. It started from Lee Clark and Lowy had to pick up the pieces and the pieces were all over the place. He's then done it in the summer and it's been a miracle that he got us promoted. Like he did that well, he got us promoted and and he played probably the best football. Best football that I've been involved in at Berry. And probably I think if any fans say it's probably the best that they've seen for a good good ten, fifteen years. That's that's what that's what they've said to me. And they should be looking forward to League One, playing the same way with the same players. But instead, yeah. they're worried about losing the club, and it's just, it's just, it's just hard work. It's just I feel for them, I really do. If you had a message for the Berry fans now, what would it be? Just thank you for the thank you for the last six years. Um, they welcomed me in. They uh, they supported me. They were brilliant, you know. Um, Thank you for the two promotions. I mean, we got promoted both. At, we got promoted twice at Tramia away, and they were unbelievable. I mean, I've probably got my favourite ever football picture is the ball ricocheted from my cross and went in, and I've jumped into the Berry fans, and it's my favourite picture that I've ever got, and it's from a couple of months ago, and 
I just thank them all because they've been unbelievable and um, I'm glad that I could be a part of such a such a good season and I'm sorry that it ended the way it has done. Uh, I hope the club gets sorted and it comes out the other side because the fans deserve it, the staff deserve it at the club. But I, I just couldn't even say anymore. Nobody knows what's going on, nobody's been told anything. Um, and I hope that it gets sorted and I hope towards the end that I get to come back to Berry because I think at the minute it does look like I'm gonna to have to I'm gonna to have to go to another club because I mean like I said I've not been told anything. Going on to picture you know you said about a picture. I seen a really interesting picture of you. Oh why are you smiling though? It's gonna be like No terrible. no 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 it's it's I think it's oh, quite right, recent. Okay. Alright. The lads are celebrating. Yeah. And you're on the back of the referee. Ah. What, what? <laughs> no. what was that about? Was that at full time? No, that's during we scored. <laughs> you jumped on the ref. Do you know what? Right, nobody's asked me about this. You know, nobody, because <laughs> the people at the club wanted to, but they were scared that if they brought it up, I'd get suspended. Right, and like nobody's seen it. So we're playing. Like I said, my mate, one of my best mates, Rosie, plays for Mansfield. Yeah, and uh, we're playing Mansfield away. No, at home, so we were playing Mansfield at home. And we, and I've, I've never wanted to play so well. Like, me and Rosie are at each other, shouting at each other, just calling each other pricks and that, I'm going to smash you and that. Do you know, like, there's no love lost. We're yeah, yeah. at each other. And he scored, which proper pissed me off. And uh, it's and it's 2-1, and we've battered him. And I've played well, and we've battered him. And I'm thinking, they're going to win. And this smug fog he's going to like rub it in it's going to kill me and we scored it last minute and the referee was like proper sound dead nice and for some reason I was that ecstatic <laughs> I jumped on the first person that was in front of me and it was a ref <laughs> and I jumped on him and he's just going get off get off <laughs> and I've sprinted off because I thought he's going to send me off like he's going to send me off but he was sound as fuck no, he me no no I was sound as fuck but and then I thought I went to analyst after the game and I went, mate, show me that video of us scoring. Hopefully it won't be on. Like, hopefully it's cut across. No, it's not. It's really <laughs> and then I've fucking come off it and about 30 people have sent me a picture of me up rest by. I was like, oh, I'm going to get fucked here. But yeah, it was great picture. Brilliant picture. cracker. Yeah, probably the best thing I've done all season. That, yeah. <laughs> right, we're coming up to bloody hell. We're nearly up to two hour mark. So I'm going to round it up. Right. With some quick fire questions. Okay, like this. I'm going to start with a question you had when you first joined Bury. Right, I've watched an interview of you. Have you? Gone. Proper done your research. <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was some lady who were interviewing you, and you looked really nervous. I don't like interviews. Like I've got better as the years have gone on. But yeah, yeah. Like I, I literally said to the Bury people at me, like the media people at Bury don't interview me please don't like so I'll do like two or three a season mm. I hate them have you found this no, just, I'm talking to you innit? Yeah, to be fair yeah. I forgot it's there so yeah, I'm yeah. talking to her mate anyway well, so. that's it so in this interview she said to you what would you what would you be if you wasn't playing football after school what would you do I probably said stacking shells at Asda <laughs> you actually did say yeah. stacking shells at Asda yeah what was plan B stacking, stacking shells, shells at Asda, Asda. or Lidl 
Aldi, Aldi pay good. Do they? Oh, yeah. yeah, Aldi. No, do you know what? Honestly, I'd... Because I remember, like... I look back and I think I should try hard, and I wish I tried hard at school because I'd, because it would make it easier when I do want to go into financial advising. I'm going to have to go through what process again, right? But like I said, I had all my eggs in the football basket, and it was literally like I didn't. I went to college, didn't try a leg in college because it wasn't something I wanted to do. That you don't choose what you do; they put you into it. And well, it's like sports science, and I thought I, mean. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. So. Literally, I would have if I got released from Preston, I'd have come out with nothing. So I literally would have stuck. That's like, that, no disrespect if you stuck yourself. Yeah. That's like, look, like, a job's a job, like fair play, like. But that's that's literally what I would have done because I had, I had no qualifications. To me, school. Speaking about school, then, I think it's a lot of bollocks, and these are the reasons why. Right. So you study there five five years, yeah? yeah. Subjects that you don't want to study. Yeah. So for me, maths and English, it, you you've got to you've got to study yeah, them. Yeah. Their their life, yeah. right? Then you're studying the the compulsory compulsory ones. PE, brilliant. Fitness, yeah. yeah? Anyway. Need to do that. But then you've got ones like religious studies that yeah. I couldn't care less yeah, about that. I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I'm not religious yeah. at all. I'm not fixed to any religion. So I've got no interest in that, but they make you do it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's other subjects that they make you do. So you do this five years, yeah? yeah, yeah. And then it gets to year 11, and then you're doing these tests, yeah? Mm-hmm. It, five years in high school for a fucking memory test yeah. for each subject at the end of it. Why? I know. Why? Why not wait? This, and this is what the point that I'm getting on to. You know, you're saying about life after, you know, after football. Yeah. Then you could go and get a degree in what you want to do. Yeah. But you want to study that. Yeah. So yeah. you'll want to learn yeah, that yeah. at a later time in life. Yeah. And I, I don't think like, but adult like, adult education. I'm all for it because you yeah. study. You're studying something that you want to study. Yeah, yeah. I just think a lot of the things in school, people, kids are disinterested mm. because it's a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I, I wish. You never know what you want to do. Like, like how, how you can do you not know what you want to do? Year no, old you to don't. know what he wants to do. And I, but like you said, I wish I knew. Obviously, I've made now because I want to done sports science at college because I don't even know what sports science is. Like, it's it's crap to me. I I don't want to do it. I don't want to be um, a sports scientist in football. It's not crap. It's, it's good and it's, it's improved football. But it was never something I wanted to do. Like I'd rather have gone into something where I think. Right, that's what I want to do. Even if I just get like a B tech from it, at least it's like a step on the ladder towards yeah, yeah, where yeah. I want to go. And that's that's what every lad did a sports science. I thought, it was fucking bonkers. Every lad. Yeah. I was there with Burnley, Preston and Bolton in Preston College and we all did fucking sports science. <laughs> so 30, it was about 40 lads doing sports science. How many sports science jobs are there out there? It's, it's stupid. <laughs> So back to the back to the quick fire. We keep going way off track, don't we? We do, yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's fine though. Don't oh, worry about okay. it. Like, it's, so it's yeah. Fine. So yeah, I did. I said that. I said I want to. I had a stack shelves at Anza because that was. I didn't. I didn't have any calls. Another another uh, quick one. Um, have you heard about Brett Ormerod? I sent him down the road the other week. He's a DPD driver, isn't he? Yeah, he was. Down Fair there. fucking play to the bloke. Have you not heard his podcast? 
He's got a podcast. So ju- listen, right. So, I wa- <laughs> so I'll tell you afterwards because I don't want to, like, it's a different podcast. But Right. Know. So he's done one, yeah. And he says he does it because... Does he just, just get him out bored. of the house? Well, he doesn't need it. He's, he's done... Well, I don't... He shouldn't need it. But, like, he's played at Southampton. He earned enough money. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So he does it He does it just to... Is he from round here? He's from, like, Blackburn, Cleverwell, I think. But he, he lives in Leyland? No, no, he's just... He, he, so he drives from Cleverwell to the oh, DPD okay. at Preston and goes around. Right, all right. But I think he just does it just to get out of the house. Do you know him? Uh, he was... Like I was a young guy when he was coming through. Like right. I, want, yeah, I yeah. could say hello to him, but we're not once or yeah. anything. Like it was just like a guy that sports. Not just football friends. Not just football friends. <laughs> right, soundtrack one track soundtrack of your career. Of you, my what the one that I prefer? Like, no, no, no. My if, your, no, no. Your football career. Oh, geez. So if if you had to compare your football career to a, to one song, what would it be? Um, Biffy Clyro. Hmm. Uh, God and Satan. An answer. Yeah. Best player you've played alongside. I didn't play with him. Oh no. Um, I didn't play with him. Best player I've ever trained with. I think made my debut with him. Paul McKenna's by far the best. Yeah. By far. But um, played with probably. No, no, he's gone on to do. Yeah, probably. I'd say Michael Antonio, but like, he's gone on to do very well. Where was he with him at? Wednesday. He started at Wednesday. Like. All right. So he's gone on to do <clears throat> probably, probably the best. Jonathan. No, no, Josh King. Yeah, Josh King. Yeah. What am I on about? Yeah, Josh King easily. Best player you've played against, and this the the woman in that interview asked you the same question. Did she? Yeah. I don't think I played against Ashley Cole when I played Chelsea. No. It was Zerkoff. It's not what you said. Joe Cole. Lampard. Terry. Can't remember who you come up against. No. Ivanovic. Ivanovic. I don't think I come up against him either. That's what you said. I know. I probably didn't even know. I was nervous. She said I was nervous. I was just saving <laughs> any player. No. Playing against Zerkoff. But. A little sneaky rusher. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little sneaky rusher. Yeah, he was rapid. Um, Zerkoff. I remember. Was yeah. that was it the FA Cup that or was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was FA Cup. I remember that game. I can tell you exactly where I was sat. I can tell you exactly where I was. Because I was buzzing for you, mate. Barristers. No, <laughs> close. The ship, when that were open. Oh, Pubbing out of town ship. again. People, you know, because people just complain like... Dirty like, couch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know the back door? Pickled eggs on the camera. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> but do you know the back door you walked in yeah. through the car park? So walk past the back door and then you had the toilets, didn't you? Male and the female. Yeah. Then you had this little cove, didn't you? To the right of the toilet. Yeah. So you've got Jen's door here and then you had like this little covey area yeah. here. I was sat here and there was a screen there. And then you you came on. Uh, and everyone, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot who I sat with. Oh, it's that with oh so you're coming on oh, I never forget my fucking hell mate he's coming yeah, on I never forget because I wouldn't dare ask for anyone's top so like after the game I wouldn't dare go up to like a Chelsea place and, oh, please grab your top <laughs> this is how shy I was like, Frank oh, can I have a top yeah. please <laughs> oh proper shy so John, to be fair John Parkin got me uh, he went go and ask for one I went no no it's, it's alright it's alright and he went and got me Joe Coles did he yeah still got it I can't find it <laughs> I'm convinced my ex is. He made. This is. This is. So I'm not going to name her names, but I'm not going to name her names, but she knows it. 
And I'm convinced that when she moved out, my ex has nicked it. I'm convinced by no. But you know, it's been eBayed. Deep. Oh, 100%. No, it's been burnt or something just to, out of spite. You've got to pick one. The, the next question I ask you, you've got to pick one straight away. Pick one who you'd who you'd rather be, Blackpool or Burnley. Burnley. Do you hate Blackpool more? Not Burnley or Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying who you're going to play for. Oh, who I prefer. Who do you prefer, Blackpool or Burnley? If you had to pick one. Burnley. <laughs> if you could play in any team of any era, which one would it be? Arsenal. Which one, the Invincible season? Yeah. What would you tell a 16-year-old Danny Mayer? <sighs> Fucking wipe your ass off. What's your favourite kind of tea bag? Green tea. Just any green tea? Any green tea. Oh, it's the oxy tea for me, even though yeah. I'm languishes. Nah, I'm, do you know what? I'm not a big, I prefer I drink coffee. I don't really drink tea. Green tea, I don't mind a dabble in, but... <laughs> and the final question I've got for you, mate. What's the dream for yourself? Or the, should I say, the dream slash end goal for you? Um, what? Just, just keep playing as high as I can. Like, look, I wanted to get to League One. I wanted to have... Luton went back to back. And it's a big statement, but I... I I'm not saying that we would have won the league like Luton did, but I think the squad that we had at Berry was was good. Like it's it capable. Was probably I fancied us to at least have a goal, maybe get in the playoffs, and and then I thought maybe you know champ. So it's always to play as high as you can, but I just want to keep enjoying football. That's the biggest thing for me. Like I've hated football before. I've, like I've mentioned it in a couple of podcasts a few times. Wednesday, not hated it, but. Just didn't fit. Wasn't for me. South End. I love last season. You felt. You felt. Was that the first time in a long time that you felt like uh, you belonged? No. So I had it under Flitcroft. I had it under Flitcroft where I felt wanted. Loved my football. First bit of Berry. Maybe I had a year under Lee Clark where I was injured for a full year. Couldn't get my groins right. Kept breaking down. Got an injection. Got infected. And I was out for a year. And I just, I couldn't get back to that level and I was a bit worried that I wouldn't get back to that level. And then Lowy's just, like a new lease of life this season, just changed my position, said, right, you know, we're gonna we're not going to play wingers. I want you to play centre mid. And I've loved it. And you know, like, obviously if you love something, you're going to be at your best. Yeah. And there's a reason that I was at my best this season. It's because I loved it. And I just want to keep enjoying it. For as long as it, if we can... No matter what level I'm at, if I'm enjoying it for the next uh, seven years, I retire at 35 and I enjoy it for the next seven years, I'll be happy if I, I can retire a very happy man. And then after that, who knows? Who knows, yeah. Probably teaching plebs not to buy trainers. Or stacking them shells at Asda. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. I love it, yeah. Do you want to do a podcast? With a, what's your job? Like yeah, I'll, I'll tap you up when you think. <laughs> yeah. you come join me. Yeah, come yeah. on. Just see me we'll, we'll do the uh, the Graham Wesley tales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Continued. Yeah, just 45 minutes of Graham Wesley tales. Brilliant. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> thank you very much for coming on, Dan. Top man. It's been Cheers, a pleasure, buddy. mate. Love He's been on for around two hours now, I think. Yeah, we're literally coming up to the two-hour mark. Go so, uh 
I hope everyone's enjoyed it. If you have, um, drop it a like. Subscribe if you're on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts. Follow it if you're on Spotify. And share it if you enjoyed it as well. Um, that's all. But thank you very much for joining me, Danny. Top man. It's been nice seeing me. you, pal. Yeah, I've loved it, yeah. And uh, we'll see you somewhere soon yeah. on the football pitch. You will. Thanks a lot for listening. Peace.